Solving problems is at the heart of what we do in the fire and EMS world. In the field, we take different approaches to solving the unique problems that we're faced with at any given moment. Some of us use a linear approach while others use more of a dynamic approach. Personally, I like looking at a problem from all angles and then choosing the one that would work best for me and everyone else involved. In today's episode, I'll talk about how we can solve problems by reverse engineering them, what that actually means, and what it looks like. And I'll also provide you with the basics that can help you implement this system into your repertoire. We feel like it's up to us to hold the line as we light this spark within ourselves. It comes from way deep down inside. We're so sick of the status quo. We are here to let you know. Unaddressed problems are a liability. Core values, the brotherhood you need. Accountability. Ignited, we stand. Ignited, we fall. Remember, if you see a need, own it and take action. Ignited, we stand. Ignited, we fall. Be the ideal firefighter. You want on your crew. Be ignited. Real quick before we dive into today's topic. A few episodes back, I talked about establishing rituals and how that helps you fortify your body and mind in preparation for the work that we do. When I gave some details about the ways that I utilize rituals, I mentioned that I use a personal shaver from Manscaped to trim my armpits and my downstairs region. Well, I want to make an announcement and let you know that Manscaped has partnered with me to offer listeners 20% off and free shipping with the code IGNITED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code IGNITED. Unlock your confidence with the new lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. I'm fortunate to be one of the few people that they sent their brand new personal shaver to, the lawnmower 4.0, and this thing is legit. I gotta tell you, it's got an LED light on it so you can see what the heck it is you're doing down there. It's got wireless charging, a skin-safe ceramic blade to keep you from slicing things up down there, and it's waterproof, so you can take it in the shower if you want. If you're using the same shaver to trim your body and your face, you're doing it wrong. Get the new Lawnmower 4.0 and change your world. Remember to use code IGNITED for 20% off and free shipping. All right, let's get to it. So when setting out on a road trip, what's the first thing you do? You identify where you want to go, right? Then you start thinking about logistics. Things like how far away it is, whether or not your vehicle is ready to make the trip, fuel costs, food costs, how many days you're staying at your destination, costs for lodging, etc. You guys know, you've all been on road trips. While going on a road trip is not a problem, a similar approach can be taken to flesh out the logistics. When it comes to problem solving, there's a three-tiered approach that can help you mitigate any problem that you're facing. One, identify the problem. Two, identify the tasks that need to happen for the problem to go away. And three, identify the most difficult task from step two and treat it as its own problem. But what does this look like in a practical sense? Well, let's unpack each of these steps so you have a clear idea of how to implement them. First, identify the problem. 
How can you successfully solve a problem if you don't have a clear idea of what the actual problem is? You must identify the true problem by defining it in as much detail as possible. Keep in mind the words of Albert Einstein. If you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it well enough. Basically, you should be able to explain the problem to a child in its simplest terms. The definition of the problem should include, at the very least, the what and the why. The what should be fairly obvious. You can't solve a problem if you don't know what it is, right? The why is equally important and will help you do two things. It'll help you stay focused while you work through the problem, and it'll let you know you're prioritizing your issues correctly. If you can't think of why you want to solve a particular problem, then it shouldn't be on your list of things to do. Once you have a well-defined problem and are clear on why you need to solve it, the reverse engineering can begin. So basically, the idea of reverse engineering is you identify the desired outcome, and then you kind of take steps back to figure out what exactly those steps are that you need to take to get to that resolution. And we do that, like I said, with that three-tiered uh, that three-tiered process, that three-step process, uh, that three-step process. So we just kind of broke down step one, right? Identify the problem. Let's talk about step two. Identify the tasks that need to happen for the problem to go away. This is where brainstorming comes in handy. Make a list of all the things that are acting as barriers to the problem ultimately being solved. Once you have all the tasks written out, make a list from most difficult to least difficult. Begin with the most difficult tasks first and work your way back from there. What this does is it helps you gain momentum and has a snowball effect when it comes to knocking out tasks down the road. Next up, identify the most difficult task from step two and treat it as its own problem. After you've prioritized your list of tasks that need to be accomplished, you need to shift perspective a bit and look at the most difficult tasks as their own problems. Repeat steps two and three until you have actionable steps you can take toward a solution. Have you ever heard the question, how do you eat an elephant? Well, if you have, then you know the answer is one bite at a time. What this process does is break your problem down into smaller, bite-sized steps you can take that will lead you in the right direction. This process also outlines your course of action. You can use this process to delegate those smaller steps to your team and create a priority of tasks. Typically, captains on fire scenes are very good at this because it's their duty to assign and delegate tasks so that the scene is smooth and that everybody's working toward the same goal. This systemic approach to solving problems has helped those of us in fire and EMS for those exact reasons. What it does is it helps us identify what our ultimate problem is and formulate a working strategy to help mitigate it. So I'll give you another example. If we're called to the scene of someone who's exhibiting signs and symptoms of having an altered mental status, we start by identifying all the things that could be causing the issue, like low blood sugar, maybe environmental issues, possible stroke, maybe fever 
or low or high blood pressure, etc. Things like that. In the field, we list all the things that could be the root of the cause of the signs and symptoms that the patient is exhibiting, and we work backwards, ruling out each possibility as we perform field tests. So if we want to rule out an active stroke, we perform the FAST score, right, where we assess a person's facial droop, arm drift, slurred speech, and we do all that within a frame of a certain amount of time. If the blood sugar level comes back within normal limits, we move on to the next possible ailment. We complete this process until we filter down and hone in on the root cause of the patient's ailment. This approach is the same template that can be used across the board with problems you come in contact with that may be inhibiting your organization's progress. Once you communicate this strategy to your team and they clearly understand the process, you can effectively overcome any challenge that may come your way. Like I said earlier in the episode, there are a lot of different approaches you can take when it comes to solving problems. This is merely one method to add to your toolbox. I'm not saying your way is wrong and I'm not saying that my way is right or this way is right and this is the only way. What I am saying is that it's important to be able to look at a problem from different angles in order to mitigate the issue in the safest and most effective way possible. A little bit of a short episode today, guys. I'd love to hear all the different approaches that you may use in the field or even with smaller problems while off duty. What's your strategy? Let us know in the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. I love getting new insights from you and having a dialogue. So join the group, contribute, and connect with those of us who are looking to level up. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Ignited.